0: All right, everybody, Leo Cannell here with today's Seven Figures Club podcast. Remember my friends, the goal of this podcast is to help you to join the Seven Figures Club where only 5% of business owners ever get to make a million dollars a year in their business. Today, we've got an amazing guest that we're here to present and introduce to you. We have the lovely and talented and entrepreneur herself, Alinka Ratkowska is the CEO of Leaders, press at leaderspress.com boy what a great website leaderspress.com a usa today and wall street journal best-selling press where she creates books for entrepreneurs and small business owners from scratch and launches them to bestseller status with a 100 success rate she runs a hybrid publishing house with traditional distribution via simon and schuster i was just in new york city walking down the streets and i saw simon and schuster right there that's that's definitely, I think, the best publisher out there for entrepreneurs. Uh, so she works directly with them, through which more than five hundred entrepreneurs have been able to share their stories with the world. One hundred seventy-two of Leaders Press authors have become USA Today and Wall Street Journal best-selling authors, and a link has been featured by Forbes, Entrepreneur Magazine, Entrepreneurs on Fire. Also been on that uh, podcast with John Lee Dumas. Love him. And numerous other outlets, her mission is to help 10,000 entrepreneurs share their wisdom with the world by 2030. Linka, welcome to the podcast. There are over 32 million businesses in the U.S. and over 90% of them will never break seven figures in annual sales. So how do we as entrepreneurs or aspiring entrepreneurs break into that seven figures club? This podcast will relentlessly share the secrets, strategies, and tactics I've used to create three multi-seven-figures businesses and bring in even more successful entrepreneurs than me to share their inspirational stories and tactics to success. You can create your dream business in life right now. So buckle up and let's go.
1: Thank you, Leo, so much for having me.
0: All right. uh, So I guess my first question, we always like to find out a little bit about your background. What was your background and childhood like? Who was Alinka, you know, growing up in secondary or high school? And uh, what factors kind of led you down the path of entrepreneurship yourself? Mm
1: -hmm. That's a great question. I like to look back and, you know, um, try to see the connections, you know, um, connect the dots uh, of the path that got me here. And one of the things that stands out when I was back in primary school, was that I remember there was a school newspaper that um, some kids were putting together and I didn't really like it very much. There was only that one newspaper and I thought, hey, maybe they could use some competition. I don't think that was exactly what I was thinking back then when I was 10, but I thought it would make sense for there to be some, you know, a bigger choice for the other kids. So I started putting together this newspaper For the first issue, I think I wrote most of it. Then I formatted it on my computer, uh, printed it out, photocopied. I had a photocopying machine at home because my parents were university professors, so they had all the equipment to do that. I would staple everything together and, you know, maybe print out like 50 or 100 copies and sell them. And it was super exciting for me you know the whole process of putting it together the writing you know the typing the printing the smell of the paper and then the distribution and collecting the money that was also super exciting then i discovered a little bit uh, you know it wasn't really my idea but other kids were saying hey can i write an article for this you know newspaper and i was like well yeah this way it's less work for me right so then they were writing these articles. I hardly had to do anything and I was collecting all the money. So I think that's uh, my first. that was my first taste of entrepreneurship back then. I
0: don't know what it is about speaking about entrepreneurs, but we're a certain breed, we're a certain type of person, and I just always get excited when I connect up with an entrepreneur. So it sounds like from a young age, you were showing attributes of entrepreneurship, starting this paper, collecting money, building a team. And doing that at a young age. And it sounds like writing was you know, a big part of that. So what was it about writing that you enjoyed, that you were passionate about? And, and why did you choose to get involved with, uh, with writing articles as a way to connect with people?
1: I felt like I was good at it. You know, my teachers gave me positive feedback. So I enjoyed the assignments at school. I liked doing that. Um, I think the... I guess the certain authority that comes with, you know, being being a kid, the only kid or, you know, one of the two <laughs> that are publishers, you know, at school. So um, there's a certain um, clout, you know, <laughs> that comes with it. So that was really exciting. Um, I think a lot of it is just is passion, you know, like you just enjoy the process, you enjoy the results. So, so you do that. And, and that's uh, what it's been for me, like, you know, math came, did not come to me so easily. Like, I remember my my dad is a scientist, so he would spend hours and hours with me and you know, hammer me with all those uh, mathematic uh, equations that I just couldn't solve. I mean, I could in the end, but it was just so torturous. And I mean, now it makes sense that I understand more or less, you know, I can more or less read my balance sheet and understand, <laughs> you know, if I'm profitable, but... Uh, it's different when you're reading the numbers you know of your business and it's actually your own money it's different when you're sold something that you have no idea why why you're doing that definitely the writing was easy so it was it was passion and uh um you know some things are innate and I think I I heard somewhere that you are born an entrepreneur so I think that was um proof for that
0: No question. There's just something about being able to read from the words of great people who are great writers that change people's lives. And and you know, there's videos out there that can make a positive impact. But for me personally, as an entrepreneur, nothing has changed my life or helped me, you know, progress more as an entrepreneur, other than reading from great authors and great writers, uh, learning from their ideas, their expertise, and then implementing what I learn. So that said, obviously, writing is very powerful in the ability to connect up with an audience. If you're a small business owner, you're an entrepreneur, and you're listening to this podcast, and you've been thinking that maybe it would be beneficial for you to write a book, maybe about the uh, industry or the profession you're in, make the case for why a small business owner, entrepreneur, or even someone who's just thinking about writing should really look at it and consider you know, authoring a book as a serious endeavor?
1: Right. It's the best, the highest converting lead generation tool. So my marketer friends have uh, tested these things and they have put on their landing pages, uh, various lead magnets. And some of them were uh, webinars, uh, either live uh, immediate webinars, or you have to wait or a ticket to a summit or a live event. And, the book was the one that most people opted in for and we know when that was analyzed uh the conclusion was that it's instant gratification so you opt in and you get the book immediately you don't have to wait for a webinar that's live and you know everybody knows that if the webinar happens like 15 minutes from the moment you sign up they pretty much now know that it's actually not live it's pre-recorded so the book is instant gratification it's also the highest density of knowledge uh, that you can provide respecting the recipient's time. So, uh, you know, when you're talking, um, the density of what you're saying is, is not as high. So you're able to, you know, spend half an hour listening to something or half an hour reading a book and you will actually get more information from the half an hour of reading because so much thought has been put into it. Uh, you know, crafting those words so perfectly. I mean, there are, of course, also benefits of doing what we're doing here right now, which is um, fresh, you know? There's very little, the lead time is pretty short from the moment of the recording to the moment of the posting. Like it can be the same day even. Whereas the book, (laughs) if you're doing it uh, even super quickly, there is a longer period of time from the moment you write to the moment it's out there. But once you've done it and uh, once you explain what you're about, what your business is about, um, y- and when you give that book to your prospects, when they come to a sales call with you, you're talking to a completely different person because you're already an authority in their eyes. They already know what you're about. They don't have basic questions like, hey, so what do you do? No, they already know what you do and how you do it and how you've helped so many other people with, with what they wanted. And their only questions are, so how are we going to make it work in my situation? You don't have to prove anything anymore. So when uh, you give a prospect a lead generation book, it can be a short book, doesn't have to be huge. You're getting a person uh, who sees you in an, as an authority and so that's lead conversion tool. And then you most probably got that person because they found your book. And I'll give you an example. We have a lead gen book that we published a couple of years ago called Outsource Your Book. And that book was found on Amazon by the co-founder of DHL International. And now we have a pretty sophisticated outreach going on. To find the perfect uh, author for us to work with. But we would never have been able to reach out to the co founder of DHL International because of all those walls and gatekeepers around him. So the only way he could have found us was by finding us. And so he found the book on Amazon. Inside the book, there was a link to my calendar. He subscribed to that, signed up for a call. And then I saw DHL.com and, like, what? Co founder of DHL International? And yeah, I got on a call with him and then we did the book for him for DHL's 50th anniversary.
0: That's an amazing story. We've all seen those DHL vans and trucks bring in, you know, packages around the world. And you helped, you know, yeah. that founder publish that book. That's unbelievable. So the, so the thing that's interesting to me, guys, and I've spent millions of dollars on online advertising, on Facebook, on Google, on YouTube, And recently, in the last few months, I noticed that my video and webinars weren't getting the job done. The opt in rates were going lower and lower. And my ad guy is like, Listen, why don't we just give away a free book? You know, you're an author. What if we did that? And I'm like, Oh, I don't know. Okay. And then we started trying it, and our opt ins and lead costs just keep on getting better and better every single week. Because you're right, it's instant gratification. It puts you in a position of authority. It's a more valuable thing that someone wants to sign up for, and it's ultimately going to increase your business substantially by doing it. So once you make that decision, if you're listening now, maybe you've decided, okay, I'm going to do this. Where do I start? A link. Where do I start in getting you know my book going? Do I put together an outline? Do I need to reach out to you and your team? Like, what's the next step? How do I actually? Start. I've got ideas. I'm an expert. I, I've got some success. But how do I put this in a format for a book?
1: If you're an entrepreneur, all you need is an idea. <laughs> and once you have an idea, right, you, it's like having a vision for your company. And then you just need to find the who's that will implement that. So I'm a big fan of a recent book uh, that I read called Who Not How by Dan Sullivan and Dr. Benjamin Hardy. And uh, I've been implementing it in my business, and I think it's a phenomenal concept. So once you have an idea and a vision, you find a team of experts. And you know, if you're looking for uh, um, a team that has um, traditional distribution, we mentioned Simon and Schuster at the beginning, and a track record with the USA Today bestseller lists, we got almost 200 authors on those. Then you can uh, see if we might potentially be a good fit to. To help you with that. And all you need is an idea. From there, the first thing we do is we come up with the positioning. So we want to make sure that the book fits in and stands out. So for example, Outsource Your Book that I mentioned before, it has to fit in a category that already exists on Amazon uh, that readers are already interested in and, uh, you know, buying books from. So that category for that book was authorship or writing skills, you know, something along those lines. But then how do you stand out? You don't want to do a me too book. It has to be different. So when I was publishing Outsource Your Book, this was the only book that was not actually on writing. On writing. This was a book. This is a book that's about how to outsource every aspect of the writing and publishing process. So that's how it stands out. So then the second step, and this is actually a framework that we've developed called the author framework. So um, I'm going through it without naming the various parts of it, but um, I'll give you the overview. Then we develop the outline because once we have the outline, that's you know uh, the game plan, then we can start interviewing um, the entrepreneur and uh, get the book out that way, uh, well, the ideas. Uh, those interviews are all recorded, transcribed. And then the ghostwriter writes the book from those. And after that, after a series of approvals from the author, goes to, it goes to formatting as printed up, um, editing first, then formatting. And then we take care of the launch. So depending on what the goals are, we launch on Amazon. Um, we get the book into bookstores through Simon & Schuster. We launched the book on the USA Today World Street Journal bestseller list. So if you come with an idea to the right team, you'll get that book on the bestseller list and on the bookshelves.
0: Guys, unbelievable value bombs that uh, Link is dropping on us right now. Basically, you know, obviously you want to get your bu- book published. You want to get it out there. You're not really sure where to start. There's two options. You can waste all sorts of time and all sorts of money trying to figure this out on your own, or you can work with Alinka and her team who have already done it, who are connected up with the number one, in my opinion, publisher, Simon & Schuster for business owners and entrepreneurs and authority figures. And she and her team will help you take what makes you an expert, get it published, put it into something that's unique, right? You can't be like everybody else and stand out in this noisy market world we're in. You've got to have an expert on your side it's the same thing that we do with business funding, right? Clients need the very best funding to launch and grow a business. They come to us. We get them the very best, more than they could ever do on their own, save them dozens of hours. And she's probably going to save you hundreds of hours. Get your book out and give it the best chance to succeed. So that leads me to my next question, Alika. Where should a listener right now go to connect up with you and take the next step and see if it's a good fit to get working with you and your team?
1: The best place to go to is leaderspress.com/discover, and that will give you two things. One, you'll get a free audiobook and also ebook of the book that we were talking about, "Outsource Your Book." So, if you're a listener and you're a listener, you're listening to this, you'll get the audiobook of "Outsource Your Book," and you also uh, get the chance to t- take a one-minute quiz which will tell you what type of book is the best type for you, depending on your goals. Because there's lead generators, there's short books, there's long books, there are legacy pieces. So, so the first thing you need to understand is why you want that book and uh, what it's supposed to do for you. So if you go to leaderspress.com discover, we will help you with the first step.
0: Unbelievable. So right there, more value from a link. I'm at the website, guys. It's leaderspress.com forward slash discover leaderspress.com forward slash discover a very easy, simple, powerful website to go to. And then there's two options. You're either doing a lead gen book to generate, you know, leads for your business, was which is what it's all about. Or maybe, you know, you've built your business pretty strong, and now you want to have a legacy piece about your story. Maybe something like Shoe Dog, what Phil Knight did, something like that. And that's uh, going to be a different type of book. So amazing stuff, guys. Leaderspress.com forward slash discover. You know, once they get in that process and they're putting it together, what's kind of one of the biggest factors in deciding whether a book is going to be successful or not?
1: Mm -hmm. It's uh, that positioning part that we do right at the beginning. So you really want to see exactly where your book is going to be on the bookshelf before you even start writing it. And uh, if you look around and talk to authors, you will hear... You know, people who spend 10 years writing a book out of their heart and then, yeah, it doesn't fit anywhere. You know, it's either a Me Too book that somebody's already written before. And so I'm not going to say it's wasted time. It's a wasted uh, opportunity. No, but the audience is much uh, smaller for sure. Because you want something that people are already looking for, but that stands out, that is different. That there's something... um, You have to give them a reason. And that's with your title and your book cover, which is your most important marketing tool. You have to give the reader a reason to buy your book and not the one right next to you. And this is what we've perfected at Leaders Press.
0: Amen. So guys, yeah, you've got to have something that sets yourself apart, but it starts from the very beginning. If you fail to plan, plan on failing. And if Mm. you're trying to figure it out all on your own, good luck. Or you could work with an expert who's already done it. You know, I recently was at an event speaking with David Meltzer, who, uh, you know, runs a very large sports marketing agency. And he said, listen, guys, the the key to success is simple. You know, find someone who's already done what you want to do and ask them for directions. A link has already done this. She's done it over and over again for business owners and entrepreneurs. Ask her for the roadmap and directions and success can be yours.
1: That's a
0: great quote. <laughs> All right, my friend. So make sure you go to leaderspress.com forward slash discover. Alinka, so much. Or thank you so much for being on the podcast. Leave us with the last word of wisdom why someone should take action right now.
1: Well, think about what's going to happen 75 years from now. <laughs> what will people remember? If you left a book behind, they will remember you.
0: There it is, guys. Leave a legacy for your friends, for your family, for your children, for society. Make the world a better place by leaving your message because your message truly matters and work with the Lincoln, her team, and your odds for success are going to go up big time. All right, guys, take action. If you do anything today, take action, leaderspress.com forward slash discover, work with the Lincoln, her team, become a published author, set yourself apart from the competition, and we'll see you next time on the Seven Figures Club podcast.